welcome back, one and all, to the Dead Red Herring podcast. <laughs> Stumble word. Dead Red Herring. It's just to remember that goddamn thing. <laughs> it doesn't really flow on the tongue, does it? Well, yeah. it does in time. But yeah, we're back with a fresh, new, smoking episode. Yeah, sort of, maybe. <laughs> Exciting new, thrilling adventure of the Dead, Dead Red, Red Herring Red Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, I am Roland. And I am Magnus. And this time, we're actually going to have more of a discussion, maybe, we should say. Yeah. Rather than just reporting the news. <laughs> Straight into the news. No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. From uh, flogging one dead horse to flogging a dear old dead horse. You can't say that. Didn't you get the memo? Oh, I'm sorry. Feed a fed horse. I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. Fucking PETA, man. <laughs> I- I've never liked PETA. No. And, and they just keep I just like giving the... me reasons to hate them. <laughs> yeah, I just like the bread. Bread? Pita bread. Uh, pita bread? <laughs> God damn it, that doesn't work! Uh, so that does. <sighs> but yeah, today's main topic is the future of Star Wars, actually. Like we said, professional dead horse vloggers here, but... Uh, yeah, well, it, eh. it, it's on topic, yeah. more or less. I mean, when it comes to fandoms... Star Wars fandom is one of the biggest, the greatest, and uh, I... The most passionate, I would say. Yeah. Well, when it comes to passion, maybe... Def- depending on your definition of of, of it, I guess. Yeah. But, 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 I mean, you have Harry Potter fans defacing 4,000-year-old uh, Stone Age remains in Spain. Excuse me? You haven't seen that one? No, I haven't. What 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 the hell? What what the hell? Well, some fucktard made the this whatever logo from the Harry Potter series. Uh the Deathly Hallows. Uh, yeah, exactly. And a heart emoji. And I think they actually wrote forever as well. They sprayed on on this heritage <laughs> thing. I'm not sure what it's called in English. That that's why I Sound like this retard. Fuck me, man. Fornlemning in Swedish, which is <laughs> a good word. It sums it up nice and all. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure if there's an equivalent in English. If there is, someone tell me. Yeah, antique uh, remain. Yeah. So, yeah, they destroy that? They or sprayed it. Vandalized. Vandalized, yeah. God damn it, people. Read another book! <laughs> God fucking damn it! <laughs> Harry Potter isn't even that good. There, I said it. Fucking people, man. Blame <sighs> warring commands. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the same shit as, as uh, ISIS destroying uh, Palmyra. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing, sure. ISIS used explosives. Harry Potter fans use spray cans. I'm sure they would have used explosive if they had the resources too, but... Yeah, probably. Anyways, what I'm saying is that shit ain't okay, no matter what. No, that, that's too passionate and just too... That's not even passionate, that's just being a fuckwad. Yeah, extreme to the point of uh, ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. 
But uh, talking about being extreme to the point of ruining it for everyone else, mm-hmm. the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> well, what a segue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now, the reason that I actually brought up this subject for this episode is because the YouTuber Thor Skywalker, he actually made a really good point uh, considering what's been happening to Star Wars as a franchise of late. You have, well, how to summarize it? Roundhead Johnson and Craig Craig Kennedy ruining... At least I blame JJ a bit as well. He did a better job than than Roundhead did. Yeah. (laughs) A whole lot better. But he paved the way, so to speak. Yeah, but in the end, I actually want to blame Disney for it all. Always two it is. No more, no less. Yeah, but but here's the thing. The, The question that Thor Skywalker made was, if you were the company, well sort of Disney, Mm -hmm. if you were the one that acquired this monumental franchise, this IP, what would you do to actually get a return on your investment? Hmm. And I thought that was a really good question because it, it is valid that Disney actually do try to make Star Wars the on-topic thing. They need to get a return on their investment. I mean, that's just economics one-on-one. Yeah. So, uh, I really can't blame them for everything that's happened because they bought it for a shit ton of money. Of course, they needed to do something to get that money back and start generating more. Because, as with any company, they need to have their income. Otherwise, it wouldn't be much of a company, would it? Yeah, exactly. So, when the question of what would I do if I were the one that had acquired the IP, I started thinking that if it was me, I would go a totally different route. Mm. I would have actually used the expanded universe material. Yeah. I would have either made movies from the material that actually existed, or I would heavily be heavily inspired by it and maybe continue on either after or something plays within, but doing something new that still connects to everything else. I would respect the heritage. I would make sure that everything that had been before would still be alive. That's what I would have done. And I think that would have worked. Because as with a lot of people invested in Star Wars, the main majority, as far as I know, really enjoyed the contents of the expanded universe and would happily participate in more material plays within it that also paid respect to the roots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can totally see that. And I, in the point of the Expanded Universe, I would totally do the same. I would not have... uh, In the topic of what I would not have been doing, I would not have removed the entire... decanonized, so to speak, Mm. 
the entire expanded universe. I would not attack the fans. Yeah. <laughs> I would not hire, just going to say it, hack writers, mm-hmm. hack directors, looking at you, Johnson, <laughs> that want to do their own little thing with it. Well, I think phrasing it that way is not really okay, uh, telling the whole picture. No, no I, I suppose doing their own thing with it, you can do that, but you need to be true and sort of listen to the uh, source material. Mm-hmm. And not just doing, I want to do my own thing with this. Let's just flush away the entire, what it builds up to. Mm-hmm. And be consistent. Be true to the source material. Mm. That, that, that's what I mean with, with the directors who want to do their own thing. That's what I mean by that. Mm. Because, I mean, everybody will do their own thing. Yeah, of course, of course. But the problem when it comes to both Cry Cry Kennedy and Roundhead Johnson is that they don't really want to tell a good story. They want to push ideology. Yeah. They want to push political identity over storytelling. Yes. Because that's what they believe is making the most money nowadays. I don't think it's really about making money. I think this is more about spreading their worldview and their message. I think it's a little bit of both, but they're under the delusion that... uh, spreading their ideology will bring them back some money because they believe that people want to have ideology and ideas. So they believe people will pay for that. Well, they believe the vocal NPCs. Yeah. That's what they believe. Exactly. Because they are part of the same group. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that is the major problem with them. But that those people aside... Mm. uh, I've seen that they've actually made recasts of the original trio. And we have seen two of them, at least. We have seen the new Han. Mm. And in Rogue One, there actually was a new Leia. Uh, I I, I had the names (laughs) on my screen (laughs) earlier, but I forgot about them. Yeah, Yeah, somewhat computer-enhanced Leia, but... uh, Yeah, but... But she was, I read that she was actually selected because of her features being really close to a 19-year-old Carrie Fisher. Hmm. And they did make a digital enhancement, uh, or, well, they made an overlay of the real Carrie Fisher on her. Yeah. But it was, well, still, it was really, it was a good lookalike. Yeah. But, but the thing is that there is a recasted look as well. And it was supposed to be a scene in, I think it was The Force Awakens, but they never used the footage of uh, an old, well, it was a throwback to the fight uh, in Cloud City, I think, between Luke and and Vader. But, But they never used this footage. But anyways, this means that there is a full cast if Disney decides to actually do something so horrible, yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, as disgusting as it may sound, <laughs> I think that it would actually be a good route to take if, if it's something that, for example, could lead to the expanded universe being put back into canon. Yeah, I suppose. I, d- I don't think that 
doing a remake or reboot as such is a good idea. But I think using younger people to play the characters, but taking... How should I put it? Using the old material as a springboard and continuing on the story of the younger versions. Mm. It could work, but you'd have to look at it like this is a sort of continuation, but it's not the real deal, maybe. Yeah, I suppose. Because here's the thing with everything about remakes and reboots and stuff. You're never going to get the same thing as with the original. No, no, never. And when it comes to Star Wars, I mean, fans are really invested in the old stuff. Mm. For the most part, at least. Yes. But uh, this also makes it really hard to have new people playing the established characters. Yeah. And that, I think that's also why a lot of people really took it hard when uh, they killed off Han Solo. Yeah. Especially in the, in the manner that they did. Uh, it's also the reason I think that a lot of people took issue with the way they handled Luke Skywalker. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, you can't really just take new people and put them as the characters because we have an image of what they look like. Yeah, we I, have an exactly. idea of what they sound like. The, the whole persona is so closely knitted to the people, the actors of Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford, mm. that anyone trying to do these characters, they have to more or less be the, the uh, actors as well. Mm. Yeah, they need to be coaxed in mm-hmm. slowly, I suppose. It's like, not, not really an equivalent example, but if you take the Magnificent Seven, Mm. From what is it? The the first the original yeah the sixties seventies the old one and the new remake of it yeah and I mean they are really different movies totally different even though they have the same story and I enjoy both of them I think I in some extent actually enjoy the remake a bit more because the old one suffers from a kind of slow pace that's it, it was of the era of that time they they actually put a lot of effort more effort at least into building powerful scenes for acting rather than having a steady flow like today yeah and in today's movies it's actually more of an issue with the pace being too high a lot of times. Yeah. So I think I enjoy the new one because it wasn't such a drag to look at it at times. There was a lot of more action, a lot of more happening, but I lacked the depth that came from yeah, the old yeah. one when it came to characters. Yeah, the the new kind of method of doing this makes the acting suffer. Yeah. So so they suffer they they sacrifice acting for pace yes and earlier they had more acting at the cost of pace yes so i think that's also going to be a big problem if they actually do some form of rebooting or remake of 
the old Star Wars trilogies. Yeah, because the old was very much uh, this acting yeah. instances with some... <laughs> well, it, it so actually with... did have a high pace yeah, anyway. Yeah, in most cases, but it also left some place for famous scenes and quotes to, yeah. to come forth. And with, with the prequels, you can notice the new kind of, uh, as you say, the new kind of movie way mm. making their way in. They build up more of these uh, scenes, action scenes, or... A lot of visuals. V- very much visuals. <laughs> and especially the CGI kind. I mean, yeah, they but... did fantastic visuals earlier as well, but it was more... You could tell that it was real. Of course, uh, the, the amount of CGI in the prequels were, I'm, I'm not going to say shameful. <laughs> but ridiculous at some point. It was ridiculous at some point, yeah. But you'd actually be surprised how many practical effects it were in the sequel. Mm. I mean, at places when I thought, like, that's CGI, and then you see behind the scenes, like, holy fuck, that was a set. And you're thinking about the prequel trilogy Yeah, now. the prequel trilogy, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, I I think they they do suffer from a lot of flaws. They... I'll yeah. be the first to admit that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think they could have done a lot of stuff better. But at the same time, I think they have gotten a lot more flack than they actually deserve. They are underrated, uh, in a, my opinion. A tad. Uh, I do have issues with the young Anakin. Which one of them? <laughs> Both, <laughs> actually, all three of them. <laughs> but, but, but I think that's more of a writer's issue rather than uh, a actor's issue. Yeah, and you you notice that Lucas can't really handle movies on his own. He needs these directors to work with, yeah. so they can both um, lift each other's uh, good sides mm-hmm. and, and also uh, maybe. Push down on the bad sides, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but that is also when with the new, with the sequels, you notice uh, they lack that Lucas. Mm-hmm. It's it's like you having a a fine dining. You have these fine uh, dinings uh, previously on these restaurants, and and at some point it was only it was a flavor that was mm, so delicious, and at one point it was too much of that flavor. Mm-hmm. So then they remove the flavor altogether. Altogether, and mm. you're sitting there with a bland mess of. What's the bliad is this? This wasn't very exciting, now was it? <laughs> uh, and then you're reminiscent on the days of the only f- the flavor was only there, and you're like, hmm, it wasn't so bad after all. It was like you had the, this meal when you were young, and you remember it tasting so goddamn good, and then you try to make it again, and it's just shit. You realize you're missing the MSG, so... Mm. Yeah, but so we come into the whole thing of the future of Star Wars. Yes. What's it going to become? Is it any worth? <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose what's it going to become? I mean, you have the last movie now mm-hmm. in the trilogy. Episode 9. nine. Yeah. The untitled one at the moment, but... Mm. Um, yeah, I think at the... For the future, they're going to release the movie. It's going to met, be met with some lukewarm, pun intended, <laughs> receptions. Yeah. I mean, people 
A lot of people might actually like it more than The Last Jedi. I'm gonna assume because Johnson got close to the damn thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, and Abrams is probably gonna do a little better work than Johnson. I'm, I'm just assuming. I don't so. think he could do any worse. Exactly. So, <laughs> I hope he can do any worse. But we're still hurt after The Last Jedi. Yeah. So people are gonna. Right, let's see the Star Wars movie. And gonna be enough of that. And then you're gonna have all these new TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really moving the franchise from the big screen to the little screen. Yeah. And I, I understand why, because I think TV is the future. Mm. Uh, way more than the cinema. Yeah, because of, well, streaming service. Yeah, of First course. and foremost. So you're gonna have... The new Clone Wars, you're going to have The Mandalorian, and everything Disney-related is going to be on streaming, and mm. their own streaming server at, service as that. Mm. And, and as we mentioned in an earlier episode, the whole thing of Disney having their own streaming service and platform is going to be yet another one you have to pay for. Yeah. And even if they do have all the Star Wars things there... With the new Star Wars, I'm not interested. Not not like that. Yeah, I guess we're just going to have to vote with our wallets on this one. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people did vote already, at least when it came to Zolo. Yeah. Because Zolo, it bombed. Yeah. And I think, as a lot of people already have assumed, that... It's because of what happened with episode eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. More than anything else. I yeah. know for me, that's the thing. I, I didn't want to see it. Well, half because of episode eight and half because I did not really believe in the movie as such. Yeah, exactly. Um, a backstory to Solo. It's like. Yes, it would have been exciting, but we didn't really need that. Yeah. All that. Uh, but I suppose it's for the younger generation right now. Yeah, well, the, it's sure. not for you. Again, th- this is what, what the main question of it all was. Yeah. What would you do with the IP? And this is one thing. You make things that will capture the young people in hope that they'll stay along for a long long time and keep spending money on your products Mm. so i mean you can't really blame disney for doing it it's sad that they did a really bad job with it though yeah but i mean having kennedy in the lead has shown us that that's a bad decision because what was it they were almost finished with the movie when she actually understood that they were making a movie and at that point she fired one or two directors or something like that and replaced them with another that just sort of mucked it resign, all up. Resign! Resign! Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of resigning, a couple of months back she actually was really hanging in the balance of whether she was going to be replaced or not. Mm. Problem was, <laughs> nobody wanted to take the spot. <laughs> And I can understand why, because they right don't now want... I don't remember who said it, but it's like, 
if if you imagine Star Wars being a bed, then Kennedy soiled it so bad that nobody else <laughs> want to lie down in it. <laughs> well, not only her, but yeah, I I think she has the main responsibility on it. She instigated it. Yeah, and I know that Kennedy has made good stuff earlier. Or at least her name is on the good stuff. Mm. So how much she actually done with it, I, I can tell. But I, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she actually actively made great stuff earlier. Problem is, the stuff she's put her name on lately has been total bullcrap. Total whack. And once again, it's because of ideology. It really doesn't belong in no, this. politics should not be the main focus of entertainment. I believe we are going to need to rehash this, people, but it's true. Yeah. It's so true. Like oil and water. Don't mix. Not at all. But hell, it burns. <laughs> well, at least one of them do. Yeah. Oil and water. Burning. <laughs> and never put out a fire... Oil-based fire with water, because it's only going to make it worse. Oh, yeah, do, do that, people. <laughs> See what happens. Come on. Do it for me. No, go on YouTube. Oh. We don't want to hurt our audience much. We're, we're not hurting our audience. They're hurting themselves. I am so judging you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care. I'm beyond that right now. <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> Anyways... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a hope for a Star Wars in the future? Well, I'm gonna say it's not gonna be as successful or met with as warm as warmness as it has in the past. But I'm not gonna say it's gonna bomb totally either. To be the pessimist, I'm gonna say it's gonna reside into mediocreness. It's gonna reside into oversaturation. It's just gonna be there like another another nerdum thing and gonna be more like meh until you forget about it. Is at least the new things. But but to be honest, I think we're already there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I... The genre, not the genre, but, but the franchise, it has been oversaturated. It has had a decline into mediocrity. Yes. And I'm and, saying... And it... I think we're actually on the verge of it just going away. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the last withering part of the uh, gonna wither away yeah because I don't I have a hard time seeing something springing up that actually makes it return to its former glory Mr. Lucas I don't feel so good <laughs> oh snap <laughs> but it's actually kind of fun when you it's bittersweet when you hear Lucas uh, saying that he regrets selling his child to yeah, these people. Yeah, well, he should have thought about that before the money. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure how related it is. If, within the discussion, at least, uh, looking at, at the fandom, a lot of people say that the Star Wars fandom is the, the worst there is because anything done gets... Well, a kind of a harsh reception. Because a lot of people 
It's like the autistic kid that couldn't handle any form of change. And that that should it's be like the like sometimes. Yeah, well you are the autistic kid that can't handle change. I'm a creature of habit. That's what she said. But no. A lot of people say that you can't do anything with the Star Wars franchise because people won't accept it. Mm. And I think that's only a half truth. Because there there has been a lot of stuff that has changed the course of the franchise. At least if we look at it from the perspective of the expanded universe. Mm. Because you have all the uh, Jedi uh, Knight games. Mm. You, the Well, mm. all of the Star Wars games, actually. Mm. But the thing is that when it comes to the Star Wars games, there are a lot of stuff... There are a lot of fluff coming from them. Mm-hmm. You have the... Well, the Old Republic, the Knights of the Old Republic and Old Republic, the MMO. Oh, yeah. You have, as I already mentioned, the Jedi Knight games mm. following Kalkatarn. You have the... Uh, Praise be unto him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I like that character. <laughs> Don't defy him, goddammit. Too late. Yeah. Uh, sure, I-, I wasn't really a fan of the Force Unleashed games but i think mm. that's that was more of me not being into the just that game yeah um but the the with all the books and everything everything including in the expanded universe it changes a lot of stuff from here to there you you add this and that and and well, hence the name, it expands. Mm. But the thing is that it respects the roots of Star Wars. Source material. Yes. It doesn't go in and say that, no, fuck this, remove that, ignore this. You see all this? Not canon yeah. anymore. Exactly. Uh, and it, you know, it just stands on the shoulders of giants. That's yeah. what it does. Mm. And I think as long as someone respects that the changes and the add-ons is gonna be received maybe not uh, maybe not that everybody will accept it but a whole lot of people the great majority will say oh we can work with this Mm. exactly and i think that's why people were excited for the force awakens Mm. because i thought at least that it would be the continuation of the greatness. Exactly. That w- it would respect the legacy. Even the expanded universe. But then they, it wasn't really that. And I They was, said, we're not going to stand on these giant's children anymore. We're going to be our own giant. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was really something that ruined the experience for me. Mm. Because it, it, as great as I might have believe that the movie was at the time afterwards going into and dissecting it a bit i i was really disappointed to Mm. be honest kind of lost potential yeah because all of the great things that i enjoyed with star wars a lot of it is within the expanded universe and when you throw that out and only move with the original trilogy, you... Sort of a bare room. 
you're left with you're, when you you're tying your hands behind your back a bit yeah as great as the original trilogy is by themselves i th- i think that just continuing on that is a bit late mm. that should have been done like in the 90s maybe yeah after the uh, after the return of the jedi yeah exactly yeah I think at that point, it would have been a whole different thing. But, I mean, now? I mean, <laughs> it's a bit late because it, Star Wars is its own thing today. And that is why it meets so much resistance whenever someone comes with something that reshapes the whole landscape. Mm. It's like... If, if, um, imagine this, people, remove one third of the Harry Potter books and say that, no, that doesn't count anymore, and then decimate the first. Yeah, I was going to come to that point when, when you, people say that the Star Wars fan base is like this very passionate, extreme thick Mm -hmm. and all that. Try to change some other fandom. Mm-hmm. Or like <clears throat> some other titles and yeah. all that. Try to change, like you said, the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. Say that this is not canon anymore. This what we're doing matters now. Or yeah. What we're doing is what uh, is gonna be. There you're gonna see some resistance, mm-hmm. and you're gonna see some extreme <laughs> toxicity. I mean, and I mean the same for Star Trek. I mean the same for. Well, they sort of did it to Star Trek. Yeah, already. But here's the thing. They did make radical changes, but they also said this is a another, what was it, universe, dimension? Yeah, or... It was its own timeline. And that's the main thing. I was going to use Marvel as an example as well, because Mm -hmm. you have... I'm I'm not going to ignore DC, because DC is just fucking things up all around. (laughs) Sure, Marvel doing its fair share of fucking things up as well, but still, they have Earth 616. Mm. This is the original Marvel comic universe. Mm. Then you have Ultimate, and then you have a whole shit load of other parallel comic universes that all work sort of in tandem. And the reason they do it like this is because they know that they can't change and remove the stories already told. Because if you want to make something new, then you have to make it clear that this has nothing to do with the original. You're going to need to reboot it. Yeah. And, and that was the idea with the Marvel Ultimate. Yeah. It was a sort of restart for a new generation so they could, be, so they could join the heroes in their origins mm. from the start instead of going back to like the series from the 60s and reading everything up to the point. Exactly. Uh, I don't remember when the Ultimate started, if it was in the 90s or whatever. But the thing is that Ultimate is radically different from the Earth 616. Yeah. The origins of the characters, um, the, the, the world is different and, and a lot of uh, historical happenings, if I remember correctly, is, is really different from the 616. Mm. Uh, and that's why you can have uh, the, the change of the heroes as well. Mm. Like, for instance, uh, when it comes to Spider-Man, 
Peter Parker isn't Spider-Man in all of these universes. No, exactly. Because I think it's in the Ultimate, I'm not sure uh, at the moment, but you have the character Miles Morales. He is the Spider-Man in one of these. Yeah. And Peter Parker in that universe is dead, I think. Something like that, yeah. So, and then you have Spider-Gwen, of course. Of course, of course. And as we know, Gwen Stacy is dead (laughs) in the 616. Yeah. So, I mean, when you do it like that, it works. Yes. But doing it like Kennedy and Johnson and Abrams, Mm. in this case also, just saying that, no, this is what really is. And you're screwing the established for the fandom, which is the expanded universe. Mm. For them, for me and a whole lot of other people, the expanded universe, whether or not it is accepted by the owner of the IP, the expanded universe is canon. Mm. The stories within is part of the universe that I know and love. So when someone comes with the new movies and say, no, 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 this is what really happened, and they make shit out of it, I'm going to be like, no. Oh, you're speaking heresy. Yeah. And that's why people are upset. (laughs) Because we had this festive meal. Imagine the best dinner table Mm. set up ever. And you're sitting there going like, "Mm, this is the best. This is the best food i've ever had it's coming more and more stuff to the table and yeah oh this is uh oh filling up on that one Mm. it's a real smorgasbord Mm. and then suddenly the waiter waiters come in remove everything and they serve you something right out of the out of the gulags and say now this is the best this is what you get this is what matters now yeah I, I don't think... It's y- just as good as the previous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it fucking isn't. <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's my interpretation of why people <laughs> hate the new stuff. <laughs> yep, pretty much sums it up, I think. So, that's why I also think that the future of the franchise is pretty bleak yeah i have no hopes for episode nine i don't think it's gonna it's gonna rejuvenate anything i don't think it's gonna wow me so to speak no i'll I'll maybe give it a shot maybe but but as i said earlier i'm not gonna spend any money on this (laughs) pirating is okay sometimes people well i'm not gonna actively pirate it myself no I'm going to see what other people says about it. I'm going to look at reviews and stuff. And if someone were to offer me a DVD or something, like, hey, I, I got this movie. Come watch it. I might say, eh, maybe. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend my own cash on it. I'm voting with my wallet on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much sums it up, I think. I think it's been all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah somewhat, but meh. Yeah, well, this, it's it's a part of the discussion. I think we could talk a whole lot more about this, but yeah, maybe some other time. May, maybe. So yeah, closing words. Pumpkins. Pumpkins. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's all. And um, yeah, 
if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can uh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the handle? Yeah, of course. DRH podcast. One word. One word. Yeah. And we are also on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, all those three. Yeah. Four. I, I, I think can you can find us on most outlets for podcasts. We are not though. on Carrier Pigeon, though. Yet. Yet. We're training it. Mm-hmm. It. It. Just one. It's one. <laughs> it's going to be all over the place. We're going to feed it amphetamine. And <laughs> it's going <gonna, laughs> to be one, like a big hummingbird. <laughs> but a pigeon. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> And if you are on YouTube, don't forget to leave a like and a comment and click the notification bell, actually. Yeah, if you want to have that. <laughs> ding, ding, bitch. <laughs> share it also, goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> goddamn, people. Leave a like, share, hit that subscribe button. Smash and... that subscribe button. <laughs> Smash it like you're turning in an exterminatus. Exactly. Fire. But anyways, thank you for listening and uh, hope to see you again. Yeah, and may the force be with you. Vad är det värsta som kan hända?